you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. In memory of Queen Elizabeth, I will not be speaking today. Really? Really? I guess not. Well, we're going to get on with... I'm stunned I did not know that he had a relationship with the Queen. Well, it's time to get on with Rantcast 99 entitled Political Spamorama. Okay, I am just about had it with, you know, stop sending me shit, okay, on a daily basis. There are 50 to 60 fucking things rolling in from a variety of candidates, you know, and God love them, and God love what they got to say, and I get it, and uh, and, they're, and it's, you know, everywhere from uh, Georgia and uh, up through uh, uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Fetterman is like my, uh, John Fetterman must, might as well be my fucking pen pal. How many times? If you ask, you ask, you ask, you ask, you ask. No, no, I'm not. No, no. It, this, you can't say, you, you can't get three emails in this being the most dangerous campaign. It, 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 all three can't be the most dangerous. I, I'm just sick of it. I can't do it. They got to stop fucking it's just put up you know I, I keep thinking I'm gonna end up voting for those people who didn't send me any shit but I can't do that because some of those people I just they they are the most dangerous so you you but it's it's it, and it's unbelievable to me that we still live in a time frame in which uh what did they do before this huh what the fuck were they doing where did the money come from what they like I can't even remember when they just had to mail it out? Or do they just have everybody, every candidate sitting around with a fucking cup in front of a a, a, a Kroger or some shit? I, 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 I just can't, I can't take it anymore. We have to stop it. You basically have to say, this is the money that you get to run on. No more of this fucking packs. No more of this, uh, I'm raising money. We raise more money than you. Therefore, we're going to win. No. No, done. Okay, bullshit on a stick, and it's it's it, and and also, the Democrats deserve you. You can't pump money into an asshole's election. For those of you who don't know, and I'm sure that many of you do, that the Democrats, because they're such fucking geniuses, have decided the best way to win this election. Uh, is, you know, is that during the primaries, they would pump money into the 
the most uh, kind of the candidate who said the most egregious things imaginable. The candidate who was the, the most lunatic Republican candidate, the last person on earth who should be getting any money for anything. It's got nothing to do with democracy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get this, uh, you know, I'm, for fuck's sake, what, is, what planet can you be on? You know, and 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 it's not even a question. Well, it could backfire on, on him. The strategy—it's not strategy. It's stupidity, and it's disgusting. And I'm sorry if you saw me just spit then, but that's how pissed I am today. Oh, and I don't even know why, because it's my day off, and that's the other reason I'm pissed. Because it's my day off, and I'm sitting here, and I just literally went through 50 spams. Okay, God, who? And they. Uh, is uh, otherwise I turn on the TV. The only the, the good news today is is the uh, is the fact that there's no news. You know that it's the pomp and circumstance that they're burying the queen, so you don't have to. We don't have to go through the fifty thousand uh, conjectures about what's going to happen with the Mar-a-Lago investigation or the other investigation, the one in Georgia or the one in New York or all the other ones that are being done. And, and, and how much, how many, how many fucking investigations does it take before somebody thinks that maybe he might have done something wrong? What? What do you need for that? But uh, it's, it's, but at least today I don't have to listen to that crap. It's, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, it, it, and um, inflation is inflating. Uh, and it continues to inflate. It inflates on levels that are, and, and, uh, and oh, and, and Joe Biden, his, his approval rate is at 45%. What? Who gives it? What are the numbers? It doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? Fucking just get together this week, you assholes. Just get some fucking experts together, sit down and figure out what to do about inflation rather than, than one side kind of tooting the fact that they're going to fix it while the other side is, is scrambling around looking for another lifeboat. Come on. And then the other group will come in. And, and all I can think of when this kind of shit hits the fan is, is that, oh, the, the, the next one elected will be like the equivalent of a Herbert Hoover and we'll be fucked again. But... Uh, We'll save that. I'm not even going to. I'm, I'm sorry I haven't brought that up. Now I'm really depressed. But uh, that was it. We had a great week. Um, it was really good to get started again. And I found that, uh, you know, that uh, I, I have somewhat of a memory. And we were able to cobble together what I, I, I think is almost an act. And uh, it'll be better next week. And I have to thank the uh, audiences this week in, uh, in Northampton and Lowell and. Uh, um, in Waterville, and uh, last night we were in Rutland, Vermont, uh, and I, I'm, um, where, uh, where uh, you know, and I have to thank all of them for being so uh, great in terms of uh, gracious audiences, uh, allowing me, uh, really, uh, kind of giving me a lot of, of, of leeway to, uh, to, uh, to do my, uh, to stumble through my act. They were quite kind. They were quite, quite kind. And um, uh, a good friend, um, uh, Matthew, uh, from, uh, from the Jason Hills uh, 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 the Creamery, where the Jasper Hills, sorry. Jasper Hill. Once I got Hills. Our good friend, Matthew, uh, from the, the, the Jasper Hill. Um, uh, creamery, I guess they call it, but I don't know. It's the, it's a, uh, they make cheese, Jasper Hill. And it's fucking unreal cheese. And uh, I know this is, uh, you know, but it really is. If you've not tried it, it's really exceptional. I got to see him and he, uh, and, uh, he brought some cheese. And um, hopefully we'll be doing something with them down the road. Um, and if not, I'll just be eating the cheese. And you'll go, God, look at Lewis got bigger and bigger. What happened? And it's because I ate a lot of that cheese because it's so fucking good. But it was good to see him. I got to see uh, uh, William Converse Roberts, a very fine actor that I went to school with, and uh, a few other friends along the way. It was uh, uh, it was quite nice. Uh, Brian Swanee Camp. I'm just throwing these out because I got nothing to fucking talk about. I'm done. I'm finished 
We're moving on. We're on the road. We're going to come back to you next week. We'll be in Warren, Ohio, uh, named, I think, after Warren Harding. I'm making that up, but that's because Jeff, my opening act, is uh, is a presidential fan, and uh, I'm going to beat him to the punch on the Warren Harding thing, if, he, if it's even right. But we'll be in Warren. I don't think I've ever been. We've never been in Warren, ever. Quite exciting. And then on to Dayton, where I have spent a bit of time, where they were, I was lucky enough that they, uh, and they were kind enough to do uh, One Slight Hitch a number of years ago. Uh, then on to Carmel, Indiana, which is the uh, right down the street from Indianapolis, Indiana, where we'll be, um, which is the home, of course, of the, uh, the Kurt Vonnegut Museum and Library, where uh, um, I am the uh, yes chairman of the board of it, of it, and uh, we looking forward to, to uh, visiting there. And this, by the way, is Banned Books Week. Banned Books Week, um, and the Vonnegut Library. If you go to the uh, our website, you'll see what we're doing in regard to that. And uh, the New York Public Library is doing it. A lot of people are um, are uh, getting out there and. Um, and saying, you know, that, you know, that uh, and they're sending books out to places that uh, where the books have been banned. Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Library has uh, done that and uh, the Vonnegut Library has done it. And it's we I, and this has got to stop this banned book shit. That's just got to be a law. No, you cannot ban the books. Okay? You can't do it. All right. Tufsky Shitsky, you just can't do it. Enough's fucking enough from these people. All right. You know, you want to do that during the 50s, I get it. You know, you, you're really upset. I've, I've always been amazed. The, the first book that I remember that I knew that was banned was Ulysses. Uh, and the only reason I kind of hooked up with that was because my father had a copy of it. He's the only person I know who read fucking Ulysses. Okay? So you're going to ban it? Nobody's fucking reading it, asshole. And a lot of the books that you're banning nobody's reading and but i mean the only thing you've done is kind of advertise them that's good and we talked about that before but i am sick and fucking tired of you it's just it's in it's it's unconscionable okay no need for it all right it's called freedom of expression and it's it's how people grow is by reading something that challenges their thinking idiots god damn it I'm a little more irritated than I should be today, and uh, I, I don't quite understand that, um, because it's my day off, and I shouldn't be this irritated. So we're, uh, I'm looking forward, and it's, I, I don't know if I mentioned Fort Wayne after Carmel. Uh, how good is that? At least I'm scratching away at a memory. Uh, Fort Wayne will be quite exciting, and because uh, I've not been back there in 100 years. Um, and, uh, and that's what we got today, really. Where uh, you're going to be listening to uh, some really uh, wonderful rants that came to us from uh, the folks in Northampton and Lowell, and uh, just to you know to, to, to once again ask you folks out there to uh, if you, you when you when you watch on uh, YouTube or Twitch or um, uh, Facebook when if you watch this you know be sure and uh, you know push that you uh, you like it. Uh, I, because that does something. I don't know exactly what it does. All the people at, at Facebook get all excited and they, they start twitching. <laughs> and uh, and then there's, um, uh, for those of you, there's, uh, <clears throat> you know, subscribe to it. That way you'll always know when we're coming on the air. And uh, we will continue to be doing this. I'm quite excited about these from, from Northampton and Lowell. But, but, uh, and, 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 you know, get them out there, those of you who are coming up. And, uh, and I'll repeat Warren, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, um, uh, uh, Carmel, Indiana, and uh, Fort Wayne. Uh, send us your rants. And also, if you've got some places you think uh, maybe I should go eat at or places to check out in terms of food, let me know. Because, uh, you know, I, I'm, 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 I, that's really something I love, and uh, and it'll make me feel better. And maybe next time when I'm doing this rantcast, I won't be so fucking irritated. But it's tough not to be uh, in when you're swimming through a river of shit, and and that's what we're doing, folks. So uh, good luck, <laughs> good luck this week. Uh, hopefully things get better. I'm really hoping. I'm hoping maybe this week they just shut the fuck up. And allow us to kind of get through a, a couple of days without listening to this uh, 
fucking nonsense that seems to be coming out of the, the, the both sides of both both parties' mouths. And that's what I got for you today. Here in beautiful, um, oh, look at the trucks go, that are there. And uh, they're going to be fixing some things here. It's going to be quite exciting. The infrastructure bill has been passed and all of this will be, you won't even hear these bumps the next time I'm back because we're doing what's got to be done. So it's good to see, it's good to see the green still and the leaves will be falling. We'll be talking about fall next week and fuck fall. But love you. Take care. It's been great spending time with you. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we're here at the uh, the Academy of Music in uh, in the free state of Northampton. <laughs> uh, a, a lovely village uh, in uh, Massachusetts, and uh, I, the home of Smith College, if I'm correct. And, uh, uh, and frighteningly, uh, around this area, uh, a number of colleges, f- staggering that people would still be educated at this point. But uh, <laughs> but that's what's going on here. And it makes it a unique area. And uh, really, it's a it's it's a lovely village. And, and I don't go to a lot of places that really seem to be a village. But this one really seems to be a village. And this is where and I'd, I'd never seen this before. And I've been up here a fucking ton that this is where Jonathan Edwards, that psychotic, um, 
that when I was a child, they taught in uh, either elementary school or ju junior high uh, his, uh, his sermon, uh, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God, uh, just a delightful um, polemic written by a mad fucker. And, and, I, and to this day, I, and I look, and I, I'm still to this day, when I saw that on, you know, in one of the historical little things that you've got out there to read, I was, it, that I never asked the teacher, what the fuck are we reading this for? What is the matter with you? And what the fuck is the matter with him? Son of a bitch, talk about traumatizing. But I guess he didn't really like the village. <laughs> So I'm going to share with you a number of the, um, the rants that came in. I consider this to be one of the more intelligent places I truly visit uh, during <laughs> as I wander around the country. And, I'm, and it has to do with the fact that it's a village. So that they, they actually stand outside and go, no, you can't come in until you can speak in a paragraph. <laughs> and, um, but oddly enough, I, I expected... Um, more, um, more rants to come in, and, and even from the audience. And uh, <laughs> there were four, <laughs> four very short ones, almost not even a paragraph. None of them were even a paragraph. So I'm, you may have snuck across the border, but it's unbelievable. And then so I'm reading others that came in from other places, and, and I will say, I'll be in Lowell tomorrow if you wanna kinda, you know, I'll, I'll still read stuff from Massachusetts, but I think Lowell, Lowell may beat you. It, it won't take much. You just went, and you, I, you know, get off what's in your chest, and you went, nothing. It's just so wonderful here. I can't believe I went to see this fucking cantankerous prick tonight. <laughs> so we'll start with this, Daniel Kennedy. Small town cops are the fucking worst. Yep, well, well he's pissed about it. Uh, big city cops are not much fun either. <laughs> this is from Amanda Stacy. Hi, Lewis. Uh, I have been tempted to submit a rant for ages. I have plenty of topics to choose from. A teenager that doesn't want to do anything. A seven-year-old with the attitude of a teenager and two toddlers that are slowly chipping away at what's left of my sanity. <laughs> Not to mention all the shit going on in politics, women's rights, and the cost of the prescriptions that keep me alive. There's plenty I could rant about, but my rant involves my latest venture. I recently finished my first novel. Well, congratulations, because that's, that's not easy. It's in the editing stage, which is fine. I had to go the route of publishing it myself, and here's where the problem starts. I had no clue what to do to self-publish. So what did I do? I hopped on Google and searched for website builders, self-publishing companies, and how to market. Google is so fucking saturated with ads and ad-affiliated blogs that it is impossible to get honest information about said topics. It irks me to no end how much information I've had to take time and read that was absolutely useless. Fluff pieces about how Amazon is better than any other goddamn company. And by the way, Google, I don't want to pay one fucking penny for Google ads. You are rich enough by selling my personal data to other companies. You don't need my money too. So fuck your ads. Fuck your monopoly of a search engine. Fuck your policies allowing you to monitor me and, 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 and target ads at me. Fuck you. I will figure out the best way to publish my book with as little help from you as possible. Thank you, Lewis. Uh, and no, my topic isn't one that many people care about. <laughs> but I needed to rant about it anyways. If I complain to the people in my life, I think they will fear I'm falling down some conspiracy theory rabbit hole. I'm not. I promise. I'm just pissed off. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> Saul Renaud, or Renaud? Why are kids such little shits? And why do we keep having them? 
I know why, but man, they drag me down. Saul lives here in, in Happy Town. <laughs> this is from Siamia, uh, uh, and I'm only going to read let's, a bit of it. It's um, well, maybe the whole thing. Did she, I mean, this, cause this is the only long one that I got from Northampton. Uh, when you last appeared on stage in Northampton, you read a letter on the subject of different shaped minds. With such sincere clarity and passion, I thought you might have written it yourself, but I know you didn't because I did. Thank you for your crystal clear and kind delivery and for sharing it with your audience online as well. I'm blown away by the enormous response it received. See, fuckers? Okay, you blew it. I'm also surprised by the amount of people who related to me by saying they had mental illness too, which was definitely not the point I was making. But whatever, they were very moving. Another delightful aspect was the high ratio of very kind, thoughtful people full of compliments in my writing and support for my well-being versus the assholes with dick twat to say, but said it anyway. And the person who said I couldn't get through it without a dig to Trump, not true, I could. I chose not to. To the few marriage proposals sprinkled in, thank you. And I'm still laughing at that and still considering. <laughs> I didn't stay in Northampton because the men were too married. No, I'm kidding. They were too mental. No, I'm kidding. It was the fucking winter. Now I live somewhere warm where nobody concentrates on anything ever. So I feel wicked smart just for pointing out a squirrel. Look, a squirrel, wow. Yep, I'm getting a big ego. Mostly I'd like to thank the people who say, I used to love Lewis Black, but now he doesn't write his own jokes. He only reads things that other people send him on his tablet. Write your own jokes, man. I especially love that they haven't taken the one second that it takes to see that Lewis does indeed do his own show, but also has extended an outlet in, in voice to our beloved citizens of the world. And I love that they spell Lewis wrong, which they do all the time, when it's right fucking there in front of them. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. For it's people like you that make me feel normal. Well, that's sad. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you. She forgot what name she used. <laughs> so that's, but I just wanted to share. See? See what happened to somebody? Life changed. You had that opportunity to see me. And you, you pissed it away. Maybe next time. I'll be back. You can start working on it now. <laughs> this is Robin Garlic. Yes, that's my name. I was named after my, my mother, Rosemary Garlic. That's a rant for another time. <laughs> I'm a 62-year-old woman who's been thin my entire life. I'm maybe 110 pounds soaking wet. I'm very healthy and don't take any medication. I do use cannabis daily. I can't tell you how many times some heavier stranger, let's face it, some extremely large people, okay, obese people, have said to me, eat a bur burger, dear. Well, fuck that, so. I would never tell an overweight stranger they should lose weight. Really? It's okay for them to comment on my weight, but I'm a bad person if I point out they should lose a few? Huh? There is this thing called a mirror that you have not seen yourself get bigger and bigger in and is what I want to say. So I'll just say I came from a family of seven and there wasn't much to go around that sometimes shuts them up, sometimes shuts them up. Thank you. Uh, you always wanted to say I always wanted to say this out loud. And I and I can see that some of you that upset some of you, didn't it? That's why I love this town, that this poor girl just told you that she didn't want to be shamed for being thin. So she's yelling about people who get shamed for being fat. And you just went. <laughs> I don't know how I feel, but there's too much emotion. <laughs> I, I read it in part because I've never had a thin person complain about being shamed for being thin and for the fact that they came from a family of seven and never got back to getting the food. I wonder if she actually sits with, goes to places where she can sit with seven people and fight them. 
for the food. And then I'll probably get another letter from her going, fuck you too. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with this because this is the kind of town that will appreciate this. And I mean that seriously, but uh, there are not a lot of places I would, I've, I've, I've carried this for a while. And I, this is, a, I think, a, a nice way to end the show. And, um, and a, uh, and, and you're the audience for it, because you're the, the audience that couldn't decide on uh, thin or not thin. <laughs> just ended up, you didn't laugh, you didn't, you just, it, literally, I could hear you thinking. <laughs> this is from Joan Clauser. I recently listened to an earlier rantcast in which you related the story of your father's epiphany while at the theater. Uh, he went to see Othello when he was younger. It was Paul Robeson and Uta Hagen. I'm just giving you background, that's not here. So the lead male was a black actor and the lead female was a white woman. The script required the male character to choke the female character. Your father said his response to seeing this disturbed him, resulting in his recognizing prejudice in himself. From that time on, he chose to be mindful of any other prejudicial responses he might experience with the intention of choosing a better image. I can't stop thinking about this. The level of insight and personal strength of character you had in a father is powerful. I have a 42-year career as a social worker for people with disabilities, all kinds of disabilities, from autism to veteran, with seniors and intellectual disabilities in between. I would lo love to have met your father and talk about his journey. A huge part of my career has been advocating for the humanity and value of people who do not have access to the good life in whatever way they describe it. Mm, isn't, isn't there something in the Declaration of Independence? We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Here's the thing, all of us have something by which we can be categorized. For some it's race, gender, ethnicity, neighborhood, religion, or in my case, obesity. Belonging to any of these means being treated unfairly at best and violently at worst. Many of us survive and cope because we have a circle of people who love and encourage us. Many, many people I've worked with have no one. Whatever gift your father had to be so insightful and committed to what's right is worth exploring. And man, if we could find the gene in which it lives, I change my perspective on genetic engineering. And uh, thank you for sharing your story uh, because it gives me hope. Thank you, Joan. Thank you all. It's a pleasure to be back in Northampton. And I will take, I will take uh, all that you've given me uh, with you to the next town of Lowell, uh, which is, no, I, Lowell, wow, wow, well, bitter about Lowell. Well, fuck Lowell, let's see if they come up with more. They could be really, they could really come back big if they're watching tonight in Lowell. No, it's been a pleasure, it really has, and uh, I, uh, I really do enjoy coming here. It's, it's always a treat and um, uh, keep up whatever it is you're, you're doing. Um, and, and, and really, uh, uh, I, I really mean this. Uh, try to remember that, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say this. You guys, don't let your opinions make you crazy, okay? That's my job. Take care of each other. Thanks for coming out. We'll be in Lowell, and then we'll be in uh, 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 Waterville, Maine, and Rutland, Vermont. And so I'd like to once again say it's been a pleasure. Um, stay out of trouble, and it's uh, a joy to have spent time with you. Good night. We are in uh, Lowell, Massachusetts, at the uh, Lowell Memorial Auditorium, and it's uh, it's a pleasure to be back here. We didn't, I didn't get to um, spend much time here today because we went right to the hotel. 
so I didn't get the opportunity. But um, I do know uh, one of uh, one of my favorite writers. Um, well, certainly a writer who, who, who had a, uh, who's had an, a, a profound effect on me as a kid was uh, born and raised here, and that was um, Jack Kerouac. Who, who's who's on the road probably is one of the reasons I went. Fuck! I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm going to get right to this because we got a lot of stuff written by the, by the folks here. And then last night we kind of were in, um, we were kind of, yeah, we were kind of in, we were in Northampton, you fucking asshole. We weren't kind of there. <laughs> fucking idiots. So, uh, and, and some of the things I'll be reading came fr from them. Uh, but I'll start with the first one from here. Stephen Sarouf says, welcome to Lowell. If you didn't know, they've been trying to make this a college city for the past seven or so years. I didn't. By the look of the crowd tonight, you'd never know. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, maybe, they are, maybe they're uh, doing an adult education thing you don't know about. <laughs> Mr. Smarty Fuck Pants. The, the mascot, apparently, of the, the, the college is a river hawk. The mascot costume even has human teeth. Is that true? Yeah? She, well, what the fuck is that about? A river hawk with human teeth? Fuck. If you've got a, if you can find a river, river hawk with human teeth, you fucking, you can make a billion dollars in this town. You don't think people would go fucking, okay, we're driving up to Boston, but I gotta see that fucking river hawk. <laughs> Not sure if that helps or hinders your understanding of what it looks like. I fucking haven't a clue, Stephen. <laughs> Kathy Lenuet, who was in the audience last night, said, I'm here in the audience tonight, and my husband always leaves the liquid soap dispenser in the sink. He's so fucking lazy. And she was probably sitting next to him. <laughs> but had me yell at him. <laughs> this is from Marlene FM, and it's an important lesson from, she said, I, she was actually in the audience last night. And uh, it pisses me off when people complain about staying in their house during the quarantine. As someone that worked 80 hours a week during the whole fucking thing, I really want to punch all of those parents that hated being at home with their kids. I feel I saw my kids less during the pandemic than before. As a healthcare worker, there were days where I thought, my husband is not going to let me in today. I may have to sleep in my car because of how stressful all of it was. I didn't get to learn to do fuck all than keeping working to help people. And for what? For some motherfuckers to say that this fucking shit is fake? I was in meetings where we didn't know where to put the dead bodies of how ma or how many we had. I wanted to suggest to take them to the first anti-vaxxer anti fucker's house, but those poor dead people didn't deserve that. I had a coworker that went to the supermarket after work, and a woman in a wheelchair was trying to get something from the shelf, and she helped her. The cunt looked at her from head to toe and told her, not from you, because she was wearing scrubs. She wanted to punch the woman and tell her, don't go to the hospital. They all wear scrubs. <laughs> I wish I could have stayed home, teach my kids how to cook my ethnic food, but no, all I was able to teach my teenager was how to make a mean tequila sunrise. <laughs> and fuck all that. Go ahead and judge me for that. Those are real life skills, unlike fucking gardening. <laughs> Thank you, Marlene. This is, 
Adam Belson, who was also in the audience last night, because then the reason I said, I'd said last night that it was, uh, that uh, Northampton is one of the happiest fucking places on earth. <laughs> Welcome to the happiest fucking place on earth, Lewis. That's right, I said it. Fuck Disney. This town is the happiest. Anyway, thanks for coming back. We missed you. Anyway, can you please tell me why the fuck people put their shopping carts in the middle of the aisle and let their bratty little kids run around while they're having a conversation on their phone while I'm just trying to pick out some canned sausages? <laughs> Maybe you should go find a cucumber that's just the right size so I can shove it up your ass. <laughs> And Abby Bernstein. <laughs> I'm fucking 40 today. I want to rip my tits off. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I've never really heard that reaction to the birthday where you just go, I'm going to rip my tits off. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, happy birthday and and, and really don't, you know, stay away from your tits. <laughs> uh, let's see, I've got, I'm going to read this because this is, um, because someone wrote this and they're here tonight and, uh, um, and it's Tony Bada Bing. In his, uh, welcome to one of the bastions of liberalism in America. You know, the places where people actually fucking live and try to get along together instead of the stupid fucking flyover states, where if you ain't a white male, you're basically fucked by crazy sons of bitches who think reality starts and ends with a reality star who raped the country of its democracy as he has every business, human being, or golf course he's had the pleasure of planning future family members' burials on while he cheats at golf. By the way, a stupid fucking sport where one tries in vain to put a little ball in a little cup with miles of grass in between. Only those sad enough to think playing such a thing gives them some level of prestige amongst other assholes looking for a safe place to be racist, xenophobic, and homophobic. Uh, but I digress. <laughs> we have our own problems here, too like trains and subways that catch fire on a bridge over water. Stopping tunnels during a heat wave, forcing all to walk through scorching underground tracks meant for the subway to travel, hoping another fucking train isn't headed right for them since just about everyone working for the Mass Bay Transit Authority is either sleeping high or the owner of a no-show job because their cousin's friend's husband is a rep from Lowell. <laughs> God, that made me laugh. And if our own problems aren't enough, the fuckers from wonderful places like locked and loaded Texas with an unapologetic governor who touts the ability to purchase high-powered guns after fucking after the slaughter of children send their issues our way. I break here to consider those innocent children killed by an 18-year-old who could buy a gun but not legally drink a beer with more than enough firepower to defend the Alamo standing outside and waiting while he killed children. At times I wish I believed in hell because there would be a special place for Abbott if there was. Fucking asshole. I wish I believed in heaven too because those children and teachers would get a direct pass. But instead of rationally discussing what can be done to save children's lives, yes, children's lives, we get a lame gun law because conservatives love shooting ostriches on a ranch somewhere in the Southwest with the same weapon Ukrainians are using to defend their country. Or, or they have to defend themselves from the government. Talk about people that should move somewhere else. But Abbott and his counterpart in Republicanism, you know, the party of death. Old people need to sacrifice themselves during COVID. Dangerous pregnancies have to come to terms, even if it will kill the woman carrying a child, or of course, create laws to ostracize, discriminate, and harm children. Yes, fucking children again, who don't identify as straight. Lewis, what fucking year are we in? 
These fuckers are also sending their unwanted illegal immigrants north in a competition of smarminess, stupidity, credulity, fuckery, whatever. Governor DeSantis, who loves a press conference with props, especially children, more than actually governing, sent a plane load of illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard this week. Must have been a lot of backpatting there in the land of strip malls and topless donut joints with a real we showed them mentality. Of course, the island of just 15,000 did what Abbott, DeSantis, Trump, and a significant percentage of their followers are incapable of even considering. They showed compassion. They found the immigrants not able to speak English. They found them shelter fed them and made sure there was a translator and are working to help them. Fuck, it's, it's not that hard. So yeah, there's lots of cronyism here. A legislature that is always in session, not a good thing. Racism and all the sordid, wonderful and disturbing elements that come with being a human being here. But you know what? We answer the bell here when called upon. It's something that any one of the fucking asshole conservative leaders where corn outnumbers people can, can also do. Care for one another without trying to land a fuck, Fox fucking news soundbite or the pat on the head from a shitty, ignorant, orange-haired wannabe crime boss whose body odor, I am sure, always smells like the zoo at cleaning time. <laughs> Yes, nobody parks their fucking car in Harvard Yard, assholes. <laughs> wow. Um, once again, I'm going to say to those uh, who, who I read that, I read it, if that upset you, write something back. Go ahead and write it back. I sit here and read it. I will read it. And I, a lot of the times, don't get anything back. I get, like, <laughs> I don't need that. Say what you got to say, okay? Um, and uh, what, what Tony was saying, as much as he was saying anything else, was how much he likes Lowell. That's what he was saying. <laughs> and, 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 and from what I gather, he's one of 12 people. I'm going to leave with this because it's, it's just so silly and insane. And I know that there will be a lot written about this one. This is uh, Jeremy Jackson. Hello, Lewis. My question to you is who was the moron who said, happy wife, happy life? <laughs> I've been with my wife for nearly 15 years, and I learned that just because she is happy doesn't mean yours will be. What I've discovered and wish to share with all the husbands who are listening to this is simply this. Sex comes and goes, but right is for fucking ever. <laughs> I love being right. Nothing feels better than shoving it in her smug face. <laughs> sure, she may withhold sex, but remember, fellas, she's also holding it from herself. And if you don't think she wants it almost as bad as you do, then you are truly lost. <laughs> I can promise you this. She won't withhold herself for too long, and she will find herself grudgingly coming back to you. <laughs> and that, oh, God, <laughs> gentlemen, is the best sex ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's I want to thank everybody who wrote in tonight. I want to thank the good folks of Lowell for coming out this evening. Tomorrow night we'll be in uh, Waterville, Maine, and then on to Rutland, Vermont. And check out the lewisblack.com and tell you the rest of our schedule. And it's been a pleasure spending time with you. Take care of each other. Good night. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Ramcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. 
You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkin. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brew. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.